This is Carol McLeod, and I'm thrilled that you've joined me today on A Jolt of Joy on the Charisma Podcast Network. This podcast is specifically geared to studying the Word of God together. Now, as I think about you and your life, you know what? I wish that I could guarantee you that you would never have to fight another battle this side of heaven, but I can't do that. But what I can guarantee you is that when you fight God's way, you will win every battle in life. What better guarantee is there than that? The current Bible study we're in is you were made for this. Now, let's open our Bibles together. that I can guarantee you that you would never have to fight another battle this side of heaven. I can't do that. But what I can guarantee is that when you fight God's way, you will win every battle in life. In every spiritual battle, there is right against wrong, good versus bad, joy against depression, encouragement versus discouragement, truth against lies, faith versus sight, worship against worry, and trust versus fear. But more definitively, it is darkness against light. You see, wrong and bad and depression and discouragement and lies and sight-based living and worry and fear are all resources that the kingdom of darkness offers us to fight our battles with. But the kingdom of light, which is the kingdom of Christ, calls a warrior to righteous living and to goodness. It calls a warrior to be an encourager and to stay in a place of truth and faith and worship and trust. The kingdom of light is a kingdom of joy and peace and wisdom. These are the disciplines that are taught in basic training to a soldier who is in the Lord's army. The reason we need to learn these disciplines is so that when we find ourselves engaged in a battle, we know how to respond and we fight from a position of light and not from a position of darkness. My friend, you are the treasure that is being fought over in history's most crucial and epic conflict. You who have been made in the exact image of God, you, Yes, you, the one who is the apple of his very eye. You who are the beloved in the greatest love story ever told. You whom he sent his very son to die for. You are caught in the crossfire of this gargantuan and spiritual battle. Light versus darkness. You are not an uninvolved spectator, nor are you a powerless hostage, but you are a warrior and have been empowered by the greatest force, the most eternal power, the strongest authority in all of creation to fight the battle in which you have found yourself engaged. 
Let me read to you powerful fighting words written by Paul in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 12. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Over the course of the next few days, we're going to be talking about the juxtaposition of light and darkness and exactly what it has to do with your life. You see, the enemy wants you to fight in the dark and God wants you to fight in the light. The enemy wants you to utilize the weapons that are peculiar only to darkness and God wants you to fight with divinely powerful weapons that are only found in the kingdom of light. Let's talk about the dark for a minute. What happens to a person when he or she finds himself in the dark? Well, first of all, usually it's in the dark that you're afraid. You can't see what's in front of your face. You might stumble and fall in the dark. You might stub your toes or fall over things that wouldn't trip you up if a simple light switch had been turned on. In the dark, you cannot recognize people's faces and you are unable to dodge the weapons of the enemy. You know, not many people are afraid of the light, are they? That would be crazy. Have you ever heard someone say, I'm afraid of the light? We're all afraid of the dark, of the inky blackness that happens when the lights are turned off. Being afraid of the dark is a child's earliest and most gripping fear. So many little ones wake up in the middle of the night and cry out, Mama, I'm afraid of the dark. You know, the enemy uses fears birthed in the dark that could not be birthed in any other place because the dark is a crippling and confusing place and the enemy wants you to stay in the dark and to fight from the dark because darkness is the only place where the enemy is able to call the shots. Now, this word that we read in Ephesians 6.12 is the Greek word skotos, and it means something very dark. It means the black, inky night that we do not often experience. It's in skotos that you are unable to make out shapes or forms. Skotos describes the kind of darkness to which your eyes never are able to become accustomed. That is the enemy's kind of darkness. Skotos literally describes a darkness so thick that you might as well be blind. So limited is your ability to see. Let me read to you that verse one more time. Ephesians 6.12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. You see, our fight, our wrestle is with a force of darkness. And you might not be able to see the enemy, but he is well able to see you. There is a reason why he's able to see you 
but I'm not going to tell you what that reason is yet. This is what you need to know today. The great stupid one, the enemy, the devil, refuses to admit that whether we can see him or not really doesn't matter to us who live our lives in the light. Because you know what? We do not walk by sight do we? We walk by faith. So seeing what is going on in the natural is not limiting to us, nor is it freeing to us because we walk by faith. We walk by faith in the promises of God. We walk in the joy of his presence. We walk in the hope of an eternal life. We walk knowing that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Our eyes are fixed on one thing and one thing alone, Jesus. And we can see him no matter how dark the world is around us. Now, this word skotos is used many other places in the New Testament. As a matter of fact, the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke all use the word skotos to describe a significant event that happened when Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was on the cross. All three of those Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, use the word skotos to tell us an interesting detail. The world was clothed in utter and complete skotos for three hours the day that Jesus hung on the cross. Now from the sixth hour, darkness fell upon all the land until the ninth hour, Matthew 27, 45. You know, the sixth hour was noon. It was the noon hour, and it was the exact moment when the high priest Caiaphas, arrayed in his gorgeous priestly garments, began the process in which he would slaughter a pure, innocent, and spotless Passover lamb. Now, this skotos, this blinding darkness, happened on earth during the last three hours of the life of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God. The skotos, Matthew tells us, lasted until the ninth hour, which would be the exact moment that the high priest would be making his entrance into the Holy of Holies to offer the blood of the Lamb. And it was at this very moment that Jesus cried out, It is finished in John 19.30. As Jesus drew his last earthly breath, he mustered up the strength to declare a victory shout. His assignment had been complete. The darkness was over forever. The light of the kingdom of God had displaced the darkness of the enemy forever. Let me read to you from 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. The Son of God appeared for this purpose, to destroy the works of the devil. At the exact moment when Jesus was breathing in his last breath on the cross of Golgotha, Caiaphas, the high priest, was standing at his station in the inner court of the temple, preparing to offer the blood of a spotless Passover lamb. The earth was in scotos. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't see your hand in front of your face. When Jesus shouted, it is 
finished at that precise moment. The veil in the temple ripped. The earth roared with a quake. And Skotos was obliterated by light. Let me read to you the words of the prophet Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 2. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. You see, Skotos would never again hold the people of God. Oh, we'll encounter it from time to time because we continue to live in the war zone of planet Earth. But Skotos has lost its power in the lives of people who choose to walk by faith and not by sight. Skotos is now a mere foolish tool of deception and will never again be a reality for the people whose lives have been forever transformed by the blood of a lamb. Thank you for joining me on A Jolt of Joy. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can also visit my website at justjoyministries.com. It's my passion to help people live an abundant life through the power and principles found only in the Word of God. Email me at carol at justjoyministries.com. And as always, know that I am praying for you today.